0: Welcome to hour number two on a Friday on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Bint. How much do you know about K food? How
1: much hunchick have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean food, of course, including the history and culture of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan.
0: It is a Friday. Chef Ryan's in the studio. He's got a couple of buttons undone on his hey. shirt. Hey, settle down. Pete. It's lovely weather outside. The week is just around the corner. Yeah, How are you very doing? Spring in
1: a yeah. short sleeve, I, light, thin <sighs> material. There.
0: I think it's almost see-through, actually. So it's probably hey. lucky that we don't have a female guest today. Uh, but I did have my like second button undone earlier, and then I went to the bathroom and I caught a glimpse of my in the mirror and I thought whoa it's too sexy uh,
1: yeah yeah, calm. Yeah, we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta keep things under control no. I, I was in the elevator with those mirrors in there and I was like ah
0: too much I don't know, know. I, I, I think someone who invents a shirt that has like a one and a half button would make millions right because mm-hmm. it always feels like it's too much for two right. too little with one anyway uh how have you been over the past seven days ryan you you seem a little tired your voice Busy.
1: seems husky and sexy today <laughs> as well hey i'm not complaining I'm, I'm one of those lucky folks that uh you know i get to do what i love for a living mm. but uh sometimes <laughs> there's a bit of a perfect storm and uh, uh just farming a ton i think we pulled a a 16-hour day on the farm <gasps> oh yesterday. Oh, my goodness. What were you doing out there? Uh, Well, you know, getting rows ready, which is some back-breaking work, you know. Okay. Um Yeah, you know, mixing in uh, organic fertilizer into the soil by hand. We don't. We have shovels and we have our hands with gloves on. That's it. We don't use any machinery. Um, Just don't really need to. We've got these great volunteers to come out and help out, and then and then I'll feed them. Oh, that's a nice deal, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: Today's fish dish. I have previewed it. Is a fish that you can eat in so many forms. And some of you I saw guessed it correctly. But what are we talking about? What's the main event today?
1: We're talking about uh, not the Pacific, but the not the Atlantic, but the Pacific bluefin tuna tuna on the menu. Wait,
0: I don't even know. Is there a big difference between those types, Pacific and Atlantic? Well,
1: let me ask you this, man. What comes to mind when I mention bluefin tuna? Mm -hmm. What pops in your head? I'm thinking, but I could be completely wrong, because like I said, I didn't know there was a difference.
0: Uh, I'm thinking the expensive ones that you'll see at the fish markets, you've maybe seen it on the news, like at Japan, where they pay like
1: thousands of dollars for them, and you're eating it raw. Is that the right one? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Now, most people in restaurants do not differentiate which one it is. Okay. But it is kind of important today, because one is endangered. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. And really, we probably ought to stop trying to catch those. Uh-huh. Is uh, that this one? No, it's not. Oh, no, it's I see. not. Uh, the Atlantic one um, is is dwindling uh, badly. <gasps> oh goodness! Um, it is considered endangered these days. But the Pacific is not endangered. Not classified as endangered. Is classified as as vulnerable still. Okay. But then actions. We'll talk about it later. Actions are being taken to you know preserve this amazing ingredient because. Oh, it is so, so good and mm-hmm. just needs to be respected and, and consumed, um, you know. In, in, Responsibly, in, right, exactly. I suppose.
0: So yeah. the Atlantic one, though, as well, like maybe
1: non-experts wouldn't really know the difference if they're eating Correct. it. Okay. Uh, one of the biggest differences is, is the size, oh. um, actually. Wow. The Atlantic grows quite a bit bigger. Um, you you might get to, I think it was four tons. Oh my, oh my. God, no, oh, no, it can't be four tons. It's four meters. Oh wow. That's yeah, huge. Weighing over a ton? Four meters. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, because I remember thinking tuna was just like, you know, mackerel and cotton stuff. And then I saw this fishing show and they were pulling these out of the ocean. Yeah. I
1: thought, that's like a shark or oh. a
0: whale or something. Well, oh, every right?
1: once in a while on like the insta reel or something, <laughs> I'll see something huge. Yeah. It's a giant tuna. I'm like, Wow, the, the the things you could do with that fish. Well, wow. that's amazing.
0: And, and like I was hinting earlier, what I was talking about, that you can eat in so many different ways, from very fresh to maybe years old. Like, you can have canned tuna, of course, and then right the other end of the scale, completely fresh, raw, just yeah. untouched, a right? a world of difference, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Although, if you ask my kids, I think, Especially my son, he loves both. He loves the canned stuff, like on a cracker, and then he'll love the raw stuff that's totally fresh as well. (laughs) Um, And so this is known as chamchi in Korean, or is there a more specific way of calling it? Do we just say chamchi for tuna? Chamchi,
1: chamchi, yeah. Um, And and used to you'd see a whole lot of the restaurants that are all-you-can-eat. Yes. um, Where you might pay... Fifteen bucks, eighteen bucks, twenty-five bucks, yeah, fifty or even <laughs> 150 200 depending on the quality of the tuna that you're going to be served. Mm. Um, I, you know, first time I ever went to one of those, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize it was all you could eat. Yeah, because
0: it's not like in, it doesn't say in English an all you can eat affair. It's just you're sitting down at the table, they bring it out, yeah. and if you don't know, you don't know. But once you finish that, you can ask for more and more and more. Right?
1: Oh, I was supposed to meet friends for a movie. Uh huh. And and it was like my second week in Korea. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, I gotta check this place out real yep. quick. So I go and I'm thinking, oh, it's it's like sushi or sushi. Yep. I'll, I'll just have a few quick bites. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy just kept giving me more, and I didn't want to be rude, oh. so I keep eating it. <laughs> wow. And then he just keeps giving me more. You thought they were the second horses. Finally, kind of I realized, <laughs> oh this isn't going to stop. i gotta go. <laughs> I got to go meet my friends and see this movie. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. That's
0: the flip side, isn't it? They kind of wait and they see how much you've got left on your plate and they'll just bring out more cuts until Keep you finish and going and going. eating. Yeah. yeah, we can talk about the whole experience of having it here in that format. And so that is the... Pacific tuna that you'd be getting at those places most, most of, of it time. yes
1: absolutely yeah. okie
0: dokie and like ryan said the, the kind of price range is there that's not at different restaurants although of course there'll be differences there but at the same restaurant depending on how good a quality cut you want on your dish, they'll have different price brackets. They'll call it like a premium set or a, a super right. duper set and things like this. Even yeah. gold
1: flakes on the top, yeah,
0: like with that for you fatty belly. Does that do something like with flavour, or is it just for show? It's for show. <laughs> okay, right. I always feel a bit worried. Like, should I be eating a precious metal? I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. I think right?
1: gold. Actually, some people say is good for you.
0: Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? So a lot of this is caught as well off the coast of Korea? You can well, get the
1: the thing, the, the reason we kind of brought this up today is because the fishing season mm. for the Pacific bluefin tuna yeah. has just recently begun. Oh. And it's in that cold, deep water mm-hmm. off the East Coast. Ah, and brilliant. and yeah, so now's the time and it goes for a long time, you know, through the year, But but now it just started back up again. And uh, and yeah, they're caught and they're immediately frozen. Oh, really? Whereas almost every other raw fish in Korea uh-huh. is served live, live yeah. cut up from live and it still has that chewy texture uh-huh. uh that's the different thing about about the tuna is it impossible um, to do that like keep it alive
0: and have it in the tanks outside
1: oh, i suppose so and then the the high price of it uh-huh. you just want to make sure that none of it goes to waste and uh-huh. that's why even the restaurants often keep it frozen yeah and it'll serve it to you almost frozen i hate it yeah, I hate that I have to sit there and right? wait for it to thaw yeah. up. But the, the better places they know, you know, that you can't taste it when it's that cold. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice and thawed. But then they risk wasting some product that is so highly prized and mm. expensive.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting kind of juxtaposition. So expensive, but it's not even fresh as in what you consider live fresh, right? Mm. It's, it's often frozen, like you said.
1: Are you ready? Every day is K pop. Listen
0: up. Anytime and everywhere. Adidan Ra- 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 Radio. Adidas Radio. We are talking tuna with Chef Ryan in the studio, talking about the Pacific Bluefin one and how it's eaten in Korea. We'll get to that very shortly. After some of your messages, though. We got Marilyn Wells from New Zealand, I believe, saying "Yummy, yummy, making me hungry now, salivating for some raw tuna." Um, mm. Is that the common way to have it then, as sashimi or raw, as or we say in Korean? Where, um, mm. yeah, I mean, you don't often get like a tuna steak here, do you? Like, no, which is common in the West.
1: No, but uh, they will often broil um, like under a under a salamander, like super hot oh. uh, gas broiler. Um, they'll broil some of the parts of the fish that they can't cut much more meat off of, like Uh the collar or around the head. Okay. And they'll serve that. You've had that probably before. Like
0: as part of the course there, yeah. Right, right. When
1: you go have the the raw bits, then Mm -hmm. um, they'll bring that out as kind of a a special service towards the end of the meal. Yeah, but
0: mm. yeah, that that is something that was quite popular in the UK as a fish, as like a, just a meaty fish, just having a tuna steak, right? Yeah. But here I, I don't think I've seen it at any Korean restaurants, right?
1: I've got in a couple of weeks or a week is all. I've got to cook black sesame seed crusted seared tuna
0: oh so it's still kind of raw in the middle
1: absolutely it's so good the black sesame seeds have a nice flavor and just searing it so you're talking about 30 40 seconds on each side Uh uh-huh for how Um, many people uh, 200 wow you're gonna be (laughs) sick of tuna after that Ryan. i see um
0: and marilyn goes on to say it sounds similar to like polynesian raw fish but Mm. here we add
1: lemongrass maybe some tamarind Mm. and turmeric as well that sounds so good Yeah, Steve says, I only eat tuna from a can making sandwiches using mayo. Never grilled this kind of fish. And Steve, that's the only way I ever had tuna for the first at least like 15, 16 years of my life. How Um, how about you? Did you have... I didn't even like the canned stuff. Really? Like I would
0: think, oh, oh. It looked weird. Oh. It kind of had that smell to it that canned tuna has. I
1: I grew up on on canned tuna, like tuna
0: fish casseroles. Wow. Hi, Mom. Hi, oh, Mom. Amazing. Yeah. Like a kind of home comfort food. In yeah. the UK, a lot of people have it on a jacket potato. You know, that's when you get a big potato, roast it in the oven with some toppings
1: with tuna fish. Yeah, get like out a tuna of here. mashed potato.
0: Not mashed potato, baked potato. And then oh, maybe bacon
1: goes there and. Sour cream and chives and cheese. Yeah, they're the
0: kind of potato skins you get from American restaurants. The other popular one in the UK is baked beans. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: I knew about the baked beans thing, but not only potato. Wow. With oh. some
0: cheese. And It is not that bad at all, actually. <laughs> uh, Siska says, my favorite tuna freestyle dish is tuna flakes in chili. Steam it. Mash the meat into tiny flakes. Stir mm. fry with chili salt pepper. That's it. Mix wow, it with rice. So flavorful. Sounds that good. sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Nice.
1: Sophie here says I love tuna. I love watching Wicked Tuna on Discovery Channel. <laughs> it, I sometimes make coconut tuna dish, <gasps> ikan masak lemak with coconut milk. I'm, ah sh- uh, galangal tamarind turmeric. That has got to be so flavorful too. Wow. Yeah, I
0: think it's a bit of a shame. Although I must say, when I had tuna steak in the UK, I used to think, no, that's like my least favorite cooked fish. That's tough and chewy if you overcook it.
1: Yeah, you definitely don't want to overcook it. But a nice seared, yeah, nice seared piece with a little wasabi or um, yeah, a little soy, it goes down a treat. I do like it when it. The look of
0: it is really cool when it's seared on the outside and still really nice and dark, deep red in the middle uh, so we've got some pictures to show you we if do. you have been watching those Discovery shows, this is the fish that they pull out the ocean, right? And this kind of could be deceiving. I don't know how big these are, but like Ryan said, they can grow up to four meters sometimes. Some of the other ones, the Atlantic ones, The Atlantic
1: ones, right? ones. But the ones in the Pacific have been found to be almost that big. Oh, wow. But mostly what we're finding are, are much, much smaller, um, around the 80 kilo, 100 kilo range. Still, a, like big fish, so, right? still yeah. a big fish, Still a big fish. Wow. Yeah, I... That this is this is something on my bucket list, and and I think my dad too. Oh, uh, it was my dad's birthday the other day. Oh, wish him happy a happy birthday, birthday, Dad! You should take him tuna fishing. That's what I want to do. Okay, that's fantastic. what I want to do. I want to go. I want to meet him in Hawaii and <sighs> and try to catch a, a tuna with an old family friend that has a boat out there. Oh, that'd be awesome! A boat named the Wasabi. Wow, <laughs> um, brilliant name! Yeah, and these these are out there, and what an amazing animal they are! Predators. They are fast, fast swimmers, um, and and just something else. They folks have tried to farm raise these and have been doing it successfully-ish. Okay, um, so for, it can be done for about 15, 20 years or so. Oh wow, they've That's had to be modern. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because it's so highly prized, and and the numbers are kind of down. So a lot of people have been more careful these days. You know, a lot of chefs have said they are not going to use it until. Until numbers increase a bit, Uh, even here in Korea as well. Oh, nice! Um,
0: And and like we said, it's frozen straight away once they catch it, so they're bringing it to the fish markets as frozen. Mm -hmm. And you see it sold in the supermarkets often, cut into little kind of bite-sized, chop up or sushi-like sizes, and then you just like let it melt on your table and and eat it at home. I love that. That's uh, amazing. Yeah,
1: it's so buttery and oh, so each part. It can be very, very different, though, right? Yeah, we've got a photo of
0: all the different... Wow, that looks like a billion different fish.
1: (laughs) This, um, you know, I still have to look back at these charts sometimes. Even Uh when I go out to eat for this one, I want to talk to the, the chef there about which parts I want. They're very that, different in price as well, right? Totally, yeah, totally, totally. So back towards the tail is is less highly prized, okay. And then the t- the upper part, that loin there, is less fatty. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like that leanness, you know. But that's the part that we're talking about that would normally be crusted and seared like a steak, okay. Because it's a little bit cheaper, probably, and, and the leanness, yeah. mm-hmm. and then the belly, oh, the oh, tuna belly. the belly. That's is... known
0: as like the toro, is it?
1: The fat, yes, the fatty bit there. Okay. Um, or in Korea, you know, the chamchi uh, pesa. Pesal. That's um, what we say in Korean.
0: Pesal. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and it is so incredible. It just when you get a really good one. It just totally melts in your mouth, like completely. literally, right? Literally, it's it's and
0: not a like description that's far fetched at you,
1: all. You don't need anything with it—a tiny bit of soy, maybe, mm-hmm. or a tiny bit of wasabi. I like to take the pickled ginger and kind of brush it across the top. Oh, and then just eat it together, little. or no, don't. I don't want to take away too much yeah. from the chamchi. So, oh. so I, I leave the. I just brush it just a little bit with that that pickled ginger, just a tiny bit of flavor. So amazingly good. I could eat tons of this, but I do reserve it for special occasions.
0: Absolutely. As you said, the endangered nature, of maybe the expensive nature of some of those cuts as well. You're talking, true. if you go into a chop up place, the kind of sushi like we've got here, you're paying maybe like $6 per piece, $7 per piece, and you might only get one. What's the most time? you've
1: ever paid in Korea for chamchi? Well, um, my best ever
0: experience with chamchi was at a Japanese place in Tokyo that mm. one of my uh, broadcasting like producers had worked at when he was studying there as a student so he got a very big discount apparently it's $500 a head wow. and it's not just tuna but tuna was the star, like the kind mm. of belly fat. Yeah, sure, and when sure, that sure. came out, and he does everything with his hands, you know, and he serves it like kind of warm almost, like his hand temperature. Yeah. He just slaps it on the counter. There's no plates, and you just eat it. Oh, it's, it's oh, heaven. It's heaven it's from a hand. It's Absolutely. Amazing. And this is what we're seeing at Korean restaurants. This next photo, right? This is how they'll serve it up to you.
1: Right. And in this picture, um, you can see. See how, like, squared off the cuts are Mm -hmm. on, especially the rectangle pieces with a little gold flake on the top right? You can tell that that's still kind of frozen. Some of those pieces are still kind of frozen. (laughs) Yeah, they're not flexible, are they? And if you do go to a restaurant here in Korea and it's like that, you know, wait for a little bit. You Mm -hmm. know, let it it really thaw out, you know, and, and enjoy the other pieces. The one on the top left is from behind the head or around the collar, those little pieces. They're... They, they're normally not so frozen, mm-hmm. and that, like there, it doesn't look like it is. And those are a little more chewy, still really good and interesting. Yeah. So start with that, and then work your way around, I guess. It's brilliant, like
0: tasting all the different parts it almost does taste like different fish or almost different meats like sure. that one in the top left here that looks really kind of fleshy like beef right that kind of has a almost like totally. beef like yeah. texture right mm. and the first time i had it i thought wait that's not fish is it i've never <laughs> had anything like that before uh yeah. we'll talk about how we eat this we'll show this photo again at the start of part three because i think that's that's really important when i first saw this in Korea, i was blown away by how much you were getting mm. for a decent price mm. You want to message me? Go A R I R A N G. -G. Arirangradio.com. We're back talking about tuna, the uh, Pacific Bluefin one, which is in little trouble in terms of its numbers, like many fish that were popular with human beings, but not yet endangered, right? It's not on that list. That's right.
1: The reason I keep going back and forth is, you know, I don't want to be promoting the consumption, (laughs) like mass consumption, because we do have to be respectful of this. Yeah. But but understanding that and then knowing more about it is great for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. We're talking
0: all about food on our Friday Dish of the Day segment, Bieber's just coming in for the first time to the broadcast. Uh, We're a show about Korea's culture, but Chef Ryan comes in for a more culinary take. Lots of messages about tuna. Brian Coe saying, I only eat tuna when it's raw. Or mostly raw, as in perhaps seared on the outside. And Benny saying sinigang in the tuna belly. I think that might be a Filipino word for it. That's so good. I love also tuna in a can. And uh, my favorite brand is called chunks in the water.
1: Interesting (laughs) brand name. That's a good. Silver Granny has a funny comment here. It says my family's favorite tuna recipe are tuna dogs. You regrind canned tuna with oh. hard-boiled eggs, uh-huh. cheese, bread, I'm assuming like bread crumbs or cut up pieces of bread, then mix it with a bit of mayo, mustard, and pickles. Form into hot dogs, stuff into hot dog buns, wrap in foil, and bake for 30 minutes. Wow. And she goes on to say, it sounds gross, but <laughs> is oh so good tuna dogs. <laughs> um, is that a thing or is that like a I home recipe? I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious about this one. I'd like to put some
0: ketchup on there. Do you know one thing I've loved in <laughs> Korea? Because I, like I said, I didn't eat canned tuna before I came here actually. And then it's quite common in the supermarkets, mm. right? Especially for kids. And so the canned tuna chon, like the savory pancake where you right. have it in egg together. Yeah, and you that's... just fry it. A bit Of ketchup, it's delicious. <laughs> still, I'm sorry, as a brick, ketchup goes on everything, right? Yeah, Peter,
1: Peter <laughs> just a bit of a kid, a yes. bit of a
0: kid palate going on over here. Leon has come in with some controversy. I still prefer salmon ware compared to tuna
1: hair. so he
0: prefers raw salmon to tuna. What do you say to that?
1: Well, no way. Um, but it's you know, what it is for me mm. is I've just had. S- I'll have salmon belly yep. so often because every time I, I process a salmon, mm-hmm. fab out of salmon to to maybe hot smoke it, you know, at the farm, I don't. Use the belly for that, okay. so that I get I get all the spoils. I get oh, all that salmon belly, nice, and and it's you know pretty much free. Yeah. Uh, whereas chumchi, I never <laughs> tuna, I never get to do that. So you know, it's the m- scarcity. Yeah, that's what it is, supply and demand. Yeah. Do you know, but I I see where Leon's coming
0: from. I'd say like on average. You know, salmon kind of tastes similar according to the cut and you're usually only getting the belly or something quite similar. But in tuna, you've got such a wide range of different cuts and flavours. Very true, very true. So if you like that, you know, you know what you're getting, then maybe salmon's for you, whereas if you want a bit of excitement and variety.
1: Well, you know, salmon has always been considered like the gateway uh, sushi, uh-huh. right?
0: Yeah, it's approachable, because right. Western people have been eating like smoked salmon for a while. Exactly.
1: Like a lot that, of yeah. people who say, oh, no, I really don't like sushi, but I love I love raw salmon. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Yeah, then just keep going that way, right? Yeah. Um, I've got one more comment here from Adrian. says, Kinilos, a pretty similar disher. kin. Kinilaw's. i think that's from the philippines as well yeah toss with some aromatics and a lot of acid like vinegar and lemon. yeah in the philippines all that sour saltiness oh. and there you go just vinegar and lemon uh just make sure that no parasites are present <laughs> on the part you're using oh, yeah dear. that's
0: a thing with raw fish right you can have parasites in there and I don't know if it's medically proven, but here they encourage you to take this medicine maybe once a year or once every six months, depending on how much raw meat you eat, fish and beef, hmm. and it's meant to kill the parasites in your system.
1: I, I've heard about that, but i, I got to say that it's the freshwater fish uh-huh. that are capable of having this parasites that can also exist in us. Ah. I don't think that the sea don't know. I'm not, now i am not i am not a medical <laughs> doctor by yes. any means, but, uh, the, the sea, uh, fish, saltwater fish, um, do not carry things that can transmit to us as easily I'm guessing um, yeah the
0: body makeup must be very different salt water yeah. and then a regular human being so that makes sense right eating
1: eating raw freshwater fish is not really a good idea <laughs> boys and girls yes not yeah. under any circumstances
0: right. okay so we're going to show this photo again of what you're getting in the chamchi mm. shikdangs right the chamchi hair shikdangs the raw tuna restaurants with all these cuts and as Ryan said earlier you'd eat these all and then they bring out more you more. eat them all Bring up more. and more but i don't know if it's because of the economy or it's just a restaurant we went to a couple recently they'd stopped doing that Did right? they. we went to it came out like this and we fully expected we'd get more and we asked and they're like oh no we don't do that anymore
1: well maybe that's not such a bad thing you yep. know because because you don't need to overeat it. <laughs> i mean it's great but i mean all all you can eat buffets are are not really the way to live forever. No, 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 it's a planet
0: even, right? (laughs) Yeah, so,
1: so, I mean, what you do definitely get in Korea is some really high quality Pacific Pacific bluefin tuna Mm -hmm. at, at reasonable prices. Something like this, like this photo, you might pay probably these days, what do you think, like 25 or 30 onward up yes if you, you got the gold flakes there so it's got to be maybe 150 a person then. yeah this is like a luxurious
0: yeah. place perhaps but yeah. you're like the regular ones may be emano chan on like twenty five thousand uh, <laughs> korean won, <laughs> not dollars um and what are we eating with it because that's quite the fun thing that's you, important to talk well, can about can we it? see on the screen those look like watercress from a british point of view they do but you know what those are I don't actually know what they
1: are. Really? I eat, I eat them, ah, but I don't hilarious. know what are they. <laughs> uh, well, Korean radish or moo uh-huh. that is used for kaktugi and all that, yep. those are the microgreens of that. So so there are farms in Korea uh-huh. that are pretty much indoor in greenhouses, yeah. and they just plant the seeds, you know, and they grow up just straight up that long, and then they harvest them.
0: If you leave that, that turns into a moo? Yep. Wow, that yep. tiny, thin little thing. Yep. It's got kind of a little bit of... Almost spice to it, it when does. you eat that. Yeah. It does.
1: Uh, just like radishes, uh, oh. like especially the breakfast radishes you probably are familiar with in From the, the UK. UK. Yeah. That wasabi flavor. Mm. You get the same there. And and then the, the folks at the restaurants here will often educate you on how to eat different pieces in different ways. Mm. Um, you know, you don't want to put a whole bunch of soy on. Oh, well, on any of it, really, in my opinion. <laughs> but but some of them need a little bit of the wasabi to yeah. kind of cut that fat a little bit. Sure. And others don't have any fat at all. And so if you put on a lot of wasabi, you're maybe taking away from mm. that. So so they'll help you out. Some of them are better wrapped yeah. up with the kim or they the laver. You, right, the salted seaweed. Exactly. Like yeah.
0: packs, stacks of packs of yeah. them next to you and there's no other Korean restaurants that do that I, th- I think from memory true, right yeah. and then you just open the pack you'll eat your six or seven and then if you want more you open more and they'll yeah. give you again
1: unlimited seaweed another pack another and I pack. love
0: that putting one of the raw fish on top of there I'm sure there are some you shouldn't do that with but I do it with everything because I love seaweed
1: yeah I, I'll try it all different ways to uh-huh. see for myself because yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to believe what people are telling me always but, <laughs> but yeah um, y- usually when you listen to them and try it their way you get a whole another little nuance to it so
0: and the other thing that is always at these restaurants i in my experience is the sesame oil and salt right that's the one Yeah. so you've got the soy sauce and yeah. the wasabi on one side the sesame oil and the salt on the other and you toasted can dip, dip sesame dip oil that's which the is key. just
1: Makes everything taste good.
0: If you dip a fatty part in there, though, it's way too much, isn't exactly. it? Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You don't. You. You'd be wasting it that way. Mm. But, uh, but the leaner bits are great that way.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's the kind of experience that you have him. What on earth is this photo, Ryan?
1: This is just another one I found last night. It's not you share. or your fam or anything. Yeah, that's me. Sure. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, that is a record uh, Pacific bluefin. Oh, my goodness. Looks like maybe it's in Hawaii. I'm not sure exactly. but um, like
0: double the height of these men.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Can you imagine fighting that thing for hours?
0: How? Much are we talking about for the bigger, like bluefin Pacific ones? Did you
1: see the the record price uh, in Japan in that auction? That the first auction of the year, uh-huh. they always somebody's trying to show off and they uh-huh. spend so much money on it. It was. St- Three point something million dollars for one fish. For one fish. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: Well, then 30,000 per person for unlimited raw <laughs> tuna is a real good deal, I feel. In 2019, 3.1 million US dollars. Wow. So that comes out to nearly $10,000 a kilo. A kilo. Oh
0: my goodness. You're, you're getting a, a lot of kilos out of a fish that big, then, I suppose. Yeah, but, but that still. Means,
1: that means the tail that nobody can eat, that was 10,000 bucks too.
0: Wow, that is, uh, yeah, if you are showing (laughs) off. Do you know one thing I've heard recently that scared me a bit, because I love raw fish, and I love the chop-up style, like sushi style, is there's, like, heavy metals in there, right?
1: That's that's a good point, too, right. yeah. Another reason not to eat it every single day. Yeah. I, I've heard of some famous people that love sushi so much having to go in for some kind of therapy to remove, help <gasps> remove mercury from their bloodstream.
0: Because it accumulates in the fish and the food chain, like the predators I heard as well. Right, oh dear. right So right. that is... They're
1: higher up in the food chain, so mm. they get more of it, and, uh, okay. and they live, you know... We want we want to be catching these things after they've been Living for four or five years when they're full size adults.
0: Okay. But
1: more and more, what's out there to catch is just a juvenile, it's just a year old. And that's why it's only about 80 kilos instead of, oh, you know, see. 300.
0: Well, that's a good word of warning. Yeah. And on that note, Brian, we've yeah. got to say, we're sad to be losing you. Not oh, forever, that's guys. Right. That's right. Not forever. Don't panic. But you're going to be going down to Busan for that big event where you'll be cooking for hundreds of people for a, a few weeks. I got right? an
1: apartment on the beach for almost a month. <gasps>
0: all right, then I don't feel bad at all. I feel actually quite jealous. We'll come and invade. That's what we'll do, right? I will miss you, Peter. <laughs> I will miss you. And you'll be back in June, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. 100%. Fantastic. Have a good time down there Thanks, and keep man. us updated. You can listen to Dish of the Day with Chef Brian every Friday at 10 a.m. KST on hashtag DailyK.